the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. He is former acting attorney general, Matt Whitaker. You can follow him right now, Matt Whitaker 46. He has a book coming out imminently, and I'm just going to read you the first sentence describing Matt Whitaker and tells you why we are lucky to have him in studio. He's no snowflake. He's in studio with us when Matthew, Matthew, when Matthew Whitaker proudly followed Jeff Sessions in 2017 to serve as acting attorney general of the United States, he unknowingly positioned himself as a target by standing in the way of the most blatant attempt to oust a president in the United States history. The book is Above the Law, out imminently, yes? May 19th. And I, I have, but you're already here. He's got, he's got his soul copy. I have my wave only it, copy, wave yeah. it at the camera. He's not giving it to anybody, not even me. Yours but, truly on the back. Well, we'd hope so. Yeah. Somebody else's photograph. You've got a problem. It As is the uh, forward by Congressman Devin Nunes. Perfect. Yeah. All right, above the law. I'm just going to let you free reign. Um, yesterday's decision. Yesterday's announcement. Yeah. Matt Whitaker, well, you you sat in the chair that Bill Barr sits in. Right. Now, talk to us about the significance. Of that decision? Well, it didn't come lightly, I'm sure. Um, If you think about everything we were told uh, about the Flynn case, it really didn't start to unravel until recently when Sidney Powell got into some of the documents that showed the strategies, tactics, techniques that were used to essentially take a counterintelligence investigation that was being closed and turn that into a counterintelligence investigation weapon to create a perjury trap, as as General Barr explained, a perjury trap against General Flynn. So and let's that, be clear and, here. We're talking about the new council. So Covington and Burley were General Flynn's representatives for several years, cost him millions of dollars, uh, held information back, didn't do the job that they should have done. It, they're fired. In comes Sidney Powell and finds out all this evidence that, the FBI and others have been sitting on. And this, this, there is, this isn't an exaggeration. You have to call this a perjury trap, correct, Matt? Absolutely. It is absolutely a perjury trap. Um, if you read all of the, um, everything that's been released publicly about it. Um, you know, un- unfortunately, this is just recent revelations. And you know, I, I want to be clear that the fundamental issue, and that really the fundamental issue as I've listened to Barr and, and based on what I know and based on what I talk about in the book, is the predication for all of these investigations. Meaning the justification. Yeah. So you have to have, you have, to have essentially um, you know, uh, some evidence, some facts that lead you to open an investigation. 
and it's very clear. And 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 based on what every what I've read and what Boris talked about and what I know, Comey in the Flynn instance didn't have predication for for starting that investigation and even going to interview him. No crime. No crime, but also avoided the Department of Justice, also avoided following traditional FBI stop, policies and procedures. Stop there. You're a mind reader. We have the audio in which Jim Comey publicly admits this and laughs about the fact how he went around procedure to set up that interview which would entrap my friend Mike Flynn. This is Jim Comey then director of the FBI when this occurred with Nicole Wallace, cut nine. You look at this White House now and it's hard to imagine two FBI agents ending up in the sit room. How did that happen? I sent them. Um, um, something we, I probably wouldn't have done or maybe gotten away with in a more organized investigation, a more organized administration, in the George W. Bush administration, for example, or the Obama administration. In both of those administrations, there was process. And so if the FBI wanted to send agents into the White House itself to interview a senior official, you would work through the White House counsel and there'd be discussions and approvals and who would be there. And I thought it's early enough. Let's just send a couple guys over. That is the admission. The book is Above the Law from Regnery. You can pre-order it now. It's by the former acting attorney general in studio, Matt Whitaker. It is the inside story of how the Justice Department tried to subvert President Trump. A question that I've been asked more than once, and I need you to answer the question because you have the capacity to do so. Jim Comey, Stroke, McCabe, what? You mean the people on, my, on the cover of my book? Right, the people on the cover of your book. <laughs> what can they be charged with? We have all these kind of fancy, you know, uh, um, abuse of power under the color of law, obstruction mm-hmm. of justice. They, I've looked these up. These, these all usually lead to small ball prosecutions. Not a big deal. This is seditious. This is trying to undermine a duly elected president. So what, what legal jeopardy, Matt Whitaker, are these people in now? Comey, Stroke, McCabe. Yeah. So at least two of them, Comey and McCabe, have been looked at previously, coming out of the OIG investigations, uh, the leak investigations, and all of that, and they've they've declined to prosecute. We've heard that from General Barr, um, and we've heard that from the U.S. Attorney's Office in the District of Columbia. Um, based on on now what we're hearing and what we know, there there may be new um, options for prosecution. And as I listened to the Herridge interview, which she does such a great job interviewing General Barr, uh, she was asking him essentially what you know what are the consequences for for this this prosecution that you've now dismissed and you know he was very careful but he said a couple things that that we we need to remember that John Durham continues to look at the the criminality of of all these individuals that were involved and in in addition not just at the Department of Justice but within the entire US government and that includes Clapper and and so so, so the, de- well. the declination to bring charges on Comey and others with regards to mishandling of information, that doesn't create a double jeopardy trap. So th- there could still be charges in grand juries for all of these people. Yes. On what charges? Well, I mean, it, this, is, this, is, this is the hardest thing. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I, because I'm a lawyer trained in the law and I'm a, and I'm a prosecutor and I, and I know how careful you should be. Yeah, not how careful but these just folks. But theoretically, are. what yeah. categories do they fall Theor- into? Theoretically, uh, you know, I, I think you have sort of that category. You have uh, potentially eighteen USC. I think it's it's either one hundred and one or one, the misprison of a felony 
I think you have uh, you know the what of a felony. Misprison of a felony. Misprison yes, of a felony. That's one of, which which a, means what? Prosecutors, um, you know, essentially that you knew um, that others were committing crimes and, and, and didn't do anything uh-huh. about it. So it's a sort of an aiding and abetting theory. Um, it, it could be used depending on what the underlying facts are. You know, Barr, Durham, and then this Jeff Jensen, who's a very under-the-radar U.S. attorney out of St. Louis. Former FBI special yes, agent. Yes, and he's, he is a, he's a rock star. Who was key to yesterday's decision. He was the one that was tasked with figuring out this Flynn case. We've got 60 seconds left. The book is Above the Law from my publisher's Regnery. Order it now. Pre-order it now. Message to the American people. Should we have hope that there will be charges brought and that justice will be done, Matt Whitaker? Yep. If charges can be brought, they will be brought. Bill Barr is the absolute right person to restore trust in the Department of Justice and the FBI, and I look forward to this chapter being behind us and us to move on uh, with the important work of protecting the American people. I call him the honey badger, and a few months ago I recorded a video in which I said the Kraken is released. You heard it here. If anybody can bring charges... It is the current Attorney General of the United States, William Barr. We have sitting in studio with us. Thank you so much, Matt. Follow him, Matt Whitaker, 46, former acting Attorney General. Get his book now, Above the Law. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Lon Hee Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. College students should be returning to campus this fall. For some colleges and universities, the decision to bring back in-person research and instruction is a matter of basic economic survival. But even where it is not, the pandemic crisis threatens the essence of college life. Even the best distance learning program cannot replace the normal interactions that take place on the college campus. A return to in-person instruction should follow a strategy based on the latest science, balanced with efforts to restore campus life and protect the vulnerable. It begins with a comprehensive testing and contact tracing plan. Colleges should also focus on residential environments where social distancing may be difficult. And not all students or faculty will be able to come back at the same time. Some combination of distance learning with in-person instruction will be needed. It will be tough to bring students back to college campuses this fall, but it's an effort well worth making. I'm Lon Hee Chen. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Impacting policy decisions today. Preparing public leaders for tomorrow.